do 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 do. We should um. Can you sing the song or song? Do 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 do. Oh, I, I don't even remember. It's been so long. Yeah. Snow days, I, man. As soon as we hit record, your energy shifted Did it? to nothing. Like we were having a <laughs> lively conversation, and then he hit record, and you're like, snow days. I'm trying man. to remember. How to record a podcast? How you to... said something happened to you. Okay. Okay. I'm going to make statements. React if you want. <laughs> okay. If we ever change the podcast name, it's I'm going to make statements. React if you want. This isn't Trump related. However, part of me thinks that would this have happened if Hillary Clinton was our president? So I'm doing an improv set, 9.30, at this theater that I do improv at. Uh, I have a lot of reactions so And far. it's a duo instead okay. of the trio because Leon's out of town, so it's just me and Eric. And we're doing the format, which is, uh, it's got a lot of names, but it's like, what do you want to know? Which basically the edit is when you're done with the scene, you just walk forward to the stage and you Go to the audience. You say, what do you want to know? And they ask you a question. You answer it quickly. That is the inspiration for the next scene. Mm-hmm. Simple, right? <laughs> so Eric starts out. And he his question was something like, uh, are you a religious man? He answers it. We do a scene. And it was an okay set. I walk. I edit after that. Uh, what do you want to know? This guy goes, this old white man. This will come into play. It's an audience in Portland. A lot of white people. This guy goes, why are both of you bald? And I go, hmm. I don't know why Eric's bald, <laughs> but I can tell you why I'm bald. So I told him the story. I was playing football. Got really hot. Shaved my head. <sighs> Eric gets the next question. Something about his taxes. Like, uh, what are you doing as far as, like, for savings? <laughs> We do a scene. He answers it. We do a scene. My next question is this white dude from the corner. What's it like to be black in Portland? Silence. I look at him. I go, huh? And I walk to the, like, I kind of walk over more. And I go, in case you didn't hear, this white man just asked me, what is it like to be black in Portland? And I look at him and I go, it's like this right now, right here. And like the audience starts laughing and we do a scene and it's killer. I edit it because Eric's not editing. I edit that scene. The next question from the audience. <laughs> Other white dude. New white dude. He goes, <laughs> where's Tupac? And I stop the show a little bit and I go, what's going on? I just go, why? You're asking me, where's Tupac? And it's just like this silence. And then I'm like, oh, people paid for this, right? So I got to get going. But I'm like, where's where's Tupac? Where's Tupac hidden? Are you trying to be funny? Would you have asked this? Like, would you have asked that question? Anyone else? Are, like, what's going on, people? Like, I know that there's two black guys on stage right now. And I know that the thing is, ask us anything. Your questions are shitty. I didn't say this. I didn't say that. But it was just like, what are you doing? If we were white, would you have been like, where's Seinfeld? Oh, Seinfeld's not dead. Who's a dead white man? 
I don't know, that there's like mystery about. But I was like, Tupac's dead. He was shot. You can see the photos. He's dead. And it was just silence and it drained. The last question. So the set we did after What's It Like to Be Black in Portland was killer. Like I, and I don't say I like things that much. I loved what we did. It was so great. It was about McDonald's and Burger King. Can't get into it. But after this, it killed the room. Like it, the two-back question killed the room. And this woman yells out, Jesus Christ. Cause he's going to know cause he's black, right? And it was just silence. It was the worst. It was the worst way to begin a set or to start the last set. I was just like, the room was dead. Everyone wanted to go home and we had to do it. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was such a bad, and it was, it wasn't the best scene that we did because everyone was thrown off. I was just like, then I sat in the green room. After the show, I sat in the green room for 15 minutes by myself. Just like, that was interesting. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to do anything. This is the weirdest shit ever. This is the weirdest shit ever. Shannon is so eerily quiet right now, everybody. I was just listening. <laughs> yeah, but you don't just listen most of the time. I was being respectful. <laughs> Which makes me worried. What's up? No, I just... um A couple follow-up questions. Sure. Was it all of the questions that bothered you or the last two? The last two. Okay, so the shaved head. No, but what the shaved head did was I was like, oh, huh, that's interesting. Because it's so clear you don't ask about two. You don't ask what is up with you guys. You just ask directly to the person who's talking. That's That was the only thing that I was up Well, about. if you're familiar with the format, which yeah, an audience it, member you can't expect. But he had, true, but he had like, he had an example before him. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, I don't, so I just was like, I don't know why Eric has a shaved head. I can tell you why I have a shaved head. And then went on with it. Didn't think anything of it. Okay. It's so interesting when I tell this story to people, there's a few different reactions, right? There's people who kind of see it right away. And by the way, you're talking to someone like, I deal with microaggressions on a fucking daily basis. And I already go through the process of, well, maybe it was this, maybe it was that. And the thing is, it's like, I'm so over that. And what was going on that night, I was just like, this is some bullshit. Here's what I'll say. This is some straight up Here's what I'll say. And I can't put myself in your shoes right there's not a scenario where i can do that no but uh, we've had conversations before and i know you do your front porch sessions where Mm. you're like talking about you know a lot of that is about let's talk about things let's talk about a dialogue or whatever and i'd i wasn't there i didn't see the show but i think um that maybe you missed an opportunity to react in a way that would be more educating versus reactionary. And I'm not saying it's your responsibility to educate the white people of Portland on how to behave. But I think, um, I mean, so here's what I'll say too. I think when you're doing improv, you have to understand that the audience is also taking in everything that's going on and that's forming their suggestions. Mm -hmm. So did that guy walk in that night going, I'm going to ask about Tupac. No. But when the guy before him said, you know, what's it like to be black in Portland? Mm -hmm. That starts a, you know, he starts thinking about black people in Portland. Then he starts thinking about 
you know, whatever you guys are doing. And that leads him to think about something else. And so there's strings that could connect that to Tupac. And I don't think he necessarily, I don't know. I wasn't there, yeah. but I think that that. It's interesting. I find how people struggle with this incident. People want to make sense out of it in a way, instead of just being like, that's pretty fucked up. Because he wasn't like, and you weren't there, but he wasn't right. like, do you know where uh, Tupac Shakur is? He was like, where's Tupac? In like a jokey way. Uh-huh. Okay. And the yeah. guy asking about uh, what's it like to be black in Portland, he wasn't like, what's it like to be just black in Portland? Right. In but I think as the person on stage uh-huh. with the voice, uh-huh. and again, you get to play however you want to play, and it's yeah. supposed to be fun and entertaining for you, but I think... That could have been such, and you had a great set afterwards, but I think you could have had a really powerful set. Oh, no, the set was powerful, and the set was the answer. Right. Like, you didn't see the set, but the set basically replaced Burger King. Burger King was black people, and McDonald's was white people. So everything we did was related to kind of just the power dynamics and the issues going on racially, and it killed. Like, it was killer. But my whole, like, my issue, too, is just like... I'm not going to sit there on stage and turn it into something, a, for, a front porch session, for instance. No, I know. An improv show. But time. I think there's a way to have it be a, I'm, again, I'm not like, it's not me giving you notes. I just think like. I'm tired and, of like giving people not like passes. I'm just, I'm just tired. Right. Like I'm over it. So I get what you're saying, and it's not that I disagree with you, but I'm just like tired. Like, well, and I'm not disagreeing with what you did. I'm just either. like, you I'm come just... to a show that's supposed to be like this, and you're asked to. You are asked. We are asking. We're relying on you mm-hmm. uh, for help, right? And I do. I'm just left, and we'll never know. But I am just left with these questions. Like, wow, what would this have been like if it was just two white dudes on a stage? My guess through my 40 years of life is that it just would have been quote unquote normal. I doubt that anything like that would have come up. And I'm pretty damn sure no one would have asked about Tupac. Right. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, well, and I, I just think we can, it. I think we can sit here and safely say, cause we've talked about this before. If it had been two women on stage. So I did bring that up. They too. would have gotten also, Questions that would not have been the same mm. as two white men on stage. So I, oh, no, not at well, all. I just think it's, I, but I wonder what it would have been like. You know what I mean? Like it's such a, well, this is why I, when I was doing improv, mm-hmm. if I had any say in the matter, I never did anything with suggestions mm-hmm. because I don't trust audiences. And but I, I like suggestions. That's fine, yeah. but I didn't. And mm-hmm. I probably came to that mm-hmm. as, going through the process and being a woman asking for a suggestion totally and being tired of the suggestion being dildo or totally whatever. It. And so I just like took that equation out. Uh, and I guess I'm to the point now where I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to shoulder this shit. Like that's not on me anymore. That's not on you as a woman to be like, well, since I'm a woman, I got to have this extra thought. So I'm just not going to deal with it. And it's like, you know what, dude, human being like this is on you now. Like, you're the, I feel like we as, I don't know what the word is, because the word is not victims. We as people who are, mm, 
targeted. I'll just and say, I don't even feel comfortable sometimes. saying that about myself. But oh no, I don't think. But I'm tired of the person who is targeted in the situation having to like shoulder so much. Like, well, did you think about this? What about this or this and that? And it's like, you know what? The dude, and I think it's a table actually got on him. Now that if I'm remembering, I think someone at that table was like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, and at, going back to Trump, I think that's happening more and more. People are stepping up as if they're hearing something that's not good or <laughs> I don't know what to, how to say. It. You know what I mean? But like, I think there's more of a freedom to be like, hey, that was fucked up that you said that. I don't know why that's so I funny. Because I had a side thought with you. What? You ever... You're in a roll and you're talking. This is total side note. You're on a roll and you're talking. You're giving like a speech or telling a story. And then all of a sudden, words leave you. Because this happened to me today. I was talking to this kid and a word left me. And I like went to... I think I went to good. I was like, you know, it's like... Good. You just go back to like those... A lot of the time, I feel like I'm speaking and operating at a higher level intelligence than it. Just open it. Just open it and leave it open. Um, At a higher level of intelligence than I really have. So there's a lot of times where I'm talking and I think if it's it's if I get an awareness of how I'm talking, if instead of just talking normally, if I start listening to the words that Mm -hmm. I'm saying and then I'm like, "Eh," and I have nothing. It happens at work all the time. I used the word serendipitous today at a meeting. I used it correctly. I was very proud of myself. <laughs> I have a hard time. There are words that I've read and I know the meaning of, but I have never said out loud. Like what? The word I'm going to say, I said out loud once, used it correctly in a sentence and got murdered for how I said it. Because people were like, oh, you're so stupid. But it was just like, I never, it's apropos. Because it's spelled apropos. It's spelled weird. Okay. For how you say it. And I'd read it. I knew the word. I, like, heard so it what spoken. Did you say? I don't remember how I said oh. it, but people were like, oh, you fucking idiot. Don't people used to say apropos of? Apropos of. But it's spelled A-P-R-O-P-R-O-S. So what does it mean? I mean, like, it'd be like if I said something out of nowhere, it'd be like apropos of nothing. Hmm. All right, that was a real question, by the way. I wasn't I trying to be funny. I know. <laughs> I at no one's like, laughing, so good. I'm glad you weren't trying to be funny. Does it sound bad? Uh, it might have been the volume that you just. I got a little. <laughs> what have you been up to since it's been like three months? Um, it's been one and a half, I think. Um, just put it down. Chris is drinking out of a hydro flask and he's being weird about it. Um, I love this hydro flask. It was a Christmas present from your girlfriend. Yeah, it's the only thing she got. <laughs> oh, no. really? No, no. Oh. I was saying like that. I was like, because you, we talked about it in a previous episode. You, like you kind of killed it in the Christmas gift department. Um, no, I haven't been up to much. Just I went to Seattle. I was at the beach this weekend. What beach? Neskowin. It's like right north of Lincoln City. It was beautiful at the beach. It was sunny and like walked on the beach barefoot. Speaking of weather, uh, (laughs) should we talk about the snowstorm? Well, we should just say that the reason... So we have obviously been on hiatus and 
I think two weeks in a row we were scheduled to record. Yeah. And both of those weeks, there were like weather events. Yes. That made it so we couldn't um, get to each other. But I mean, I stayed home from work for an entire week. I can see it being getting rough here. It was. Well, and you see my driveway. It was hard to get. We couldn't even get out of my driveway. But then the road you come in on is like we just barely even tried, you know, Uh, Nike closed. Oh, like five. I think five days they closed. Jesus. Maybe one day they were open, but it was also over MLK weekend. So, yeah, it was like built in. But I was home for an entire week and I loved like I was ready to go back, but I loved I switched to natural deodorant during that time. It was a great time to do that. Is that the crystal? The crystal? No. Thing? I'm not going to use that shit. Okay. I actually had to stop using it, and I went back to non-natural deodorant because I was getting a rash. From the natural? hmm Yeah, I've heard, like, essential oils will, like... Because oh, it has essential okay. oils. Okay. It was, like, reacting weird. Okay. But I... It was, like... I was reading articles. It's, like, you want to, like... Switch to natural deodorant when you're, like, not going to be around people for a while because it takes some time for your body to, like, adjust to it. Mm. And so it was just me and Patrick. He didn't notice. Because hmm. he's, you know, doesn't notice those type of things. Have I already asked you about birth control and the hormonal imbalance that can happen when... Oh, uh, I would love to talk about this. So something... uh I don't actually know I should be talking about this. Not that I think about it, but whatever. You're so, you're in it now. When you, are you asking me this because I'm a woman? If you, yes, when you, I guess your body gets used to the, and birth control pills are different. So there's just certain kinds that'll work better for you. Blah blah blah. Right. And if something happens where you can't get your birth control for a couple of days, it can really fuck you up, huh? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like emotionally and uh It's hard emotionally. Physically. Like Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I all I can speak to is my experience and yeah. like I had an IUD for 6 years, okay. which is hormonal birth control but it's in your uterus. So oh, it has hormones in it? Yes, but it's less concentrated. Er, is less hormones than you're taking orally because it's okay. right where it needs to be. To affect it. You know what I mean? the vagina. You would need less bleach if you put it just on the stain versus dumping a whole shirt in bleach. So in that scenario, the shirt is the... Your body. Vagina. No. The stain is your vagina. Yeah. The shirt is your body. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Um, So that... I was on that for six years, and then when I went off of that, I was on birth control pill for another year. Yeah. And I would adjust it fine, I think, with the IUD. Like, I was... All right. And then when I was on the pill, I hated it. Oh. Like, I did not feel great. I had zero sex drive. Oh. None. Wow. Do you think that was the type of pill? I don't know. Huh. Um, but I hated it. Okay. And that's why I stopped taking it. I was like, uh, I can't do this. I just felt so ignorant because obviously I don't have to think about right. it and... And then I'm hearing, like, it's actually not so... I thought it was simple to get birth control. I didn't realize it it's was this not. Process. That's bullshit. What Even if fuck? So now Oregon has it, which is awesome. You can go to a pharmacy and get it. But you can't just walk up and say, hey, I want birth control. I thought you could. You have to make an appointment. You, no, because we tried. I was like, oh, like, this was when I stopped taking it. 
I wasn't planning on stopping taking it, but I had lost my insurance and I didn't have like a doctor to prescribe it to me yeah. anymore because I had been with Kaiser. I wasn't with Kaiser anymore. I didn't have any way for someone to just prescribe it to me. So I went to a pharmacy. Patrick was with me. And I was like, I need birth control. And they're like, okay, well, the pharmacist is with someone right now, but in half an hour, he can see you. And we're going to have to do blood pressure, weight, a whole questionnaire, blah, blah, blah. I go, can't you just give me what I've been taking? And you knew what you wanted. I can show it to you. Yeah, what the fuck? And they're like, ah, we have to do a consultation and all this shit. And I'm like, what the fucking pharmacist? Who Pharmacists are intelligent. They go to a lot of school. They're not doctors. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I, it was just so frustrating. So I go, fuck it. We're going to get a angry safe calls way. from pharmacists. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Nerds. I just um, don't get it. I don't understand why it's like a- It was just frustrating. And so here's the thing. I, we were in a safe way. I wasn't going to wait half an hour in a safe way. Yeah. To talk to a pharmacist on a yeah. Friday night or whenever we went. So we just left and I haven't taken birth control since. So gr- good thing I'm a 31-year-old married woman, but God forbid some teenager, it's yeah. too much trouble for them. So here's my next follow-up question. Ah. Then I don't like this phrase, but I think it's called the abortion. It's not called, people call it the abortion pill, but it's, it's just not. like a doubled up. The morning after pill. The morning after, oh man, I'm calling it the abortion pill. Then. <laughs> There's a thing, it's just doubled up. Like You can take... I think it's Is like that two? hard to get two. They can't just give you that. No, you're that's like, easier to get. Okay, it should be good, right? But is that? But it's not. So no, I mean, it's like, not. That's what's so crazy. It is not good for you to take. No. As your method of birth control, I right? totally get. That. It's like good for. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to have lasting impacts with sporadic use, right? Yeah, but they'll just hand that to you. Okay, I was, but they okay. won't. And but you can take. So if you don't. Okay, first of all, not a doctor. Verify this on the internet. Anyone listening, please do not take this. But I, I believe that if you do not have a morning after pill, uh-huh. if you take, I think it's two birth control pills in the morning and one at night of like your pack of birth control pills, it will do the same thing. Oh. Google it. Not a doctor. Please, for God's sake, do not. What if that. people were taking their sexual health advice from, from us? us? I mean, some of it I think is good. Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> I don't think we're that type of podcast. I don't. We don't even really talk about sex. Not anything about it. I talk about sex a lot on my radio show, and it's Do hard you? for me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like the act, or just like things? well, it's called sex, drugs, and basketball. Oh. And so we talk about sex, drugs, and basketball. Yeah. Of those three things, all I know about basketball is Space Jam. We talk about Space Jam every week because Are that's- you fucking shitting me right now? That is not all you know okay, about basketball. Okay, I mean, I know how the game is played. Gun to my head, ask me three Blazers names. Why would names. you go to I Space couldn't. Jam and not like Hoosiers or fucking Above the Rim? Space Jam? I don't Jam? even know what those two things are. <laughs> um, oh isn't Hoosiers like a Michigan thing? Indiana. Uh, potato, had, potato. Uh, what's that guy's name? Great actor. Oh, what's his name? Kyle doesn't know what it is either. No, he was in that movie. He was the coach. Oh, this is going to bother me. We got to figure this out right now. He was in the Will Smith movie where they were, they set him up and they monitored him on a satellite and he was Hitch? running. Will Smith was. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman played the coach in that. Um, 
so that's a basketball segment. Okay. Is Shannon talking about who has the best hair on the Blazers or I don't I don't know anything about it. Okay. Then the drug segment, how often do you think I do drugs? Not very often. Twice a year, maybe. Okay. I, I'll have a pot chocolate and then like go take a nap. That's about it. <laughs> and then the sex segment is the only one I have even mild experience with I and do. my level of experience is limited yeah in that i'm not actively getting new sexual partners yeah and for the most part our sexual experiences are not changing okay after being together for five years i think we've kind of like plateaued which is fine but (laughs) that was the way you just said that was i was gonna say sad but it wasn't sad it was like no it and and except it was was i keep yelling and then it gets feedback acceptable Um, it's not even true. That's not even true. Oh, okay. Like, there's still stuff happening, especially now that I have sex drive again. Yeah. So, but Valentine's Day is tomorrow. What's up? What you gonna do? Get takeout. That is and watch turning John me on. Oliver. Stop slower. Say it slower. <laughs> watch John Oliver. Okay. Do you like Val? Do you like Valentine's Day? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with it, but we don't do much. It feels like bullshit to me, but yet. If I'm with someone, it's I do nice. want to do something for them or get something for I them. I will say the only reason I like Valentine's Day is because I th- was single every Valentine's Day until I was with Patrick. Gotcha. Like, it just happened that I never was with someone on Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. And so, through those single years, when Valentine's Day happened, I kind of longed to be experiencing what everyone else was experiencing. So, now I, I like just doing a little thing. But... For us, like, Patrick's birthday is in, like, a week and a half after Valentine's Day. And then our anniversary is March 1st. Okay. And so it's kind of a lot for us to do. So we'll just, we do, like, we get each other a card for Valentine's Day and, like, eat dinner together. And watch something. Then, yeah, we're not going to, like, we don't, I don't have it in me to, like, get him a gift. And then two weeks later, get him a gift. And then, like, go. Because we usually do something for our anniversary, so. He seems to be a good fit for you. I was watching him get in his truck and leave. Why is that funny? Why is that funny? Why is that funny? I just can't wait to hear what about the way my husband got into his truck made you go, he's a good fit for Shannon. No, I was just watching him get into the truck with the dog and leave. And I knew that he was leaving, you know, to uh, give a little space for the show. And I just started thinking about what I know of him from the beginning. And now and I'm like, you know what? He's a good fit because even when you've been frustrated with him, There's not like, because you can be pretty fucking like. Oh, I'm a psychopath. Mean. Yeah. But you, you aren't mean, really. You'll be frustrated or whatever. But it's it's just a different. I'm like, huh? Well, you don't see everything. You guys, I'm <laughs> straight at me. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> Okay, I can't get into that. That's funny. I am working on it, and I think I'm nice to her to him more often than I mean to him. I hope so. I'm also not 
like i'm not like you fucking little piece of shit idiot i'm just like oh why are you so stupid when he does stupid things so do you want to know the most recent stupid thing he did friday i was leaving work to go meet which is in beaverton which is on the west side of portland Mm -hmm. for those not from portland and i was going to meet my friend amanda and her mom mm-hmm. in Clackamas-ish area, Happy Valley, oh, okay. which is way on the east side, like 40-minute drive. 40-minute drive if it's the middle of the day or a weekend or something. So I left work at noon. I was supposed to be at their place at one. I'm about half... I'm like in downtown, like about to cross over the river. And Patrick... Or no, like 10 minutes before this, Patrick calls and he's like, hey, I'm on my way home from my job interview. Like... Do you need anything from the store for because you're going to the beach with a bunch of girls tomorrow? Hold on. This asshole asked you if you needed Stop. something from the store. Wait, wait. Because you were going because he knew you were going on. So a I'm vacation. going to a girl's trip the next day. He goes, do you need something from the store? I go, well, I need juice, but I'll just go get it. Like, I don't want you to have to worry about it. And he's like, no, it's OK. I want to go. I go, OK, well, I fine. I need pineapple juice and orange juice. He's like, can you text it to me? And I was like, no, I'll just go get it myself. Like, I'm driving. He's like, no, no, I'll just go get it. He calls me three minutes later. He's like, hey, I'm at uh, Barber World Foods. I go, okay. I've He's never like, heard of that place it's in my just life. Like, well, and that's the other thing. So the juice he ended up getting was from like Jordan or something. Like it's none of it was in English <laughs> except for the word pineapple and orange. And it was my friends were like, what the fuck is this? Where did you import this juice from? And I was like, oh, my husband got. So he calls me. He's like, I'm at Barber World Foods. I go, okay. He goes, I've locked my keys in my truck. <laughs> and I have the other key. Oh. There's only two keys. Yeah. One's in his truck and one's in my car. And I go, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm coming to get you. He's like, that's okay. I'll just walk. And then I'm like, then, we, then I'm going to have to come get you and take you to your truck later. I'm on my fucking way. So you left So Amanda? I had to get off 405, oh, oh, okay, get on okay. I-5. I was 20 minutes late, but I was just like, this is why I wanted to do it myself. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's not that great of a story. But it was nice. I get what he was doing, but I also get your point of view. Sometimes you just want to take care of something yourself because it's easier. Because exactly. you know exactly what you want. I know exactly what I want. Yeah. I know exactly where to I get, get it. It's it's taking more effort to explain it yeah. to someone. It's even actually more effort if you have to drive 35 fucking minutes out of yeah. your way on the freeway because they lock their keys in their truck. Yeah. I no, I, I, I actually get that. I actually get that. Well, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> I think it's a good thing to end on. He's great. He's the best thing that's ever happened to me he reads the hobbit to me every night when that was nice you just said he's the best thing that ever he happened is. to you that's great and he gets you pineapple juice from jordan <laughs> jordanese pineapple juice <laughs> tastes totally normal and was probably 18 dollars for the tiny little bottle but these jordanians really know what they're doing <laughs> that pineapple juice where do you think the pineapples came from it's a great well it's a tropical <laughs> Jordan's tropical. Is it? I think. I think it's more desert. Hmm. I think you're thinking of the River Jordan. Wasn't there a song? Hold me like the River Jordan. Oh, that's what it is. And I will then say to thee, you are my friend. That should be our theme song. I like our theme song. 
Do you know what I really like? Is when we're done with the podcast and we keep talking. <laughs> oh, dramatic. <laughs> well, then. So, what's the. This fucking glass of water and then my hydroflask, it's like, it is messing with my brain. And that's so, it doesn't make any sense, but I keep. Anyways. All I'll say, because I'm not supposed to respond to you, is get a hold of yourself. If you want me to put the water in the kitchen, I'll put the water in the kitchen. That was a dramatic response to what I said. Bye, Shannon.